Sweat Equity Podcast, the number one comedy business podcast in the world. In the we'll world. We'll do it live. We'll do There's it live. That's the random one. <laughs> um, we've got. Uh, Sorry. Adam and Jack, some, some long in the tooth fellas from Maximum Value Partners. Maximum Value Partners that are coming on talking about small business growth. We're going to break this into a part one and two. If you're hearing this in part two in the intro. And you're like, they did a, they did a repeat. We're no. just lazy and not going to do two intros yeah. to record after the interview we did. Hey, uh, listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us a five-star review. Write a little something-something. Could be nice, could be mean. Just don't let it be vanilla. Uh, and then subscribe Chocolate to the podcast. only. Subscribe to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. All-in-one drag-and-drop website builder. You can do it with your two little paws. You don't need to program anything. They've got templated designs. And the new template fluid engine is pretty balls-out awesome. You can basically design it any way you want. Man, I haven't been on Squarespace in a minute. I've been all up in that stuff working on uh, lostsmithworks.com, tokoworks.com, a little bit of sweatequity.com, but I can't move it to the new template yet because we have so much info on sweatequitypod.com. Let's get this episode part one and two. Let's get it started. Howdy, Tony. What about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. We are excellent. Um, I just walked in a, a minute before. Yeah, you're really pushing this uh, <laughs> cool guy diva stuff. I well, look, we I got merch made for Throw us. Throw me a free T-shirt. Yeah, shut me up. Yeah. Yours is the the blood red uh, version sweet, of though. both Bucks logos. I've got the Heather red, I think. I forget what it's called, the Triblin red. Uh, yeah. Now our guests don't care, that's right. for sure. Um, but Adam, you're wearing red. What color Jack, red is that? You got Adam? Some red under, red. Hey, you got some red underneath. Yeah, we're working on it. We're trying. We're trying to fit in. It's all good. Well, uh, why don't y'all, uh, you know, give us your plugs at the top of the uh, episode? As we, we let the guests do it because we're unprofessional. Yes. All right. Well, I'm Adam Sonhalter, and that's Jack Mancini. We're with a business coaching firm called Maximum Value Partners. We also have a, a podcast called Dirty Secrets of Small Business. We've been doing for over six years now, about 330 episodes, helping folks with the small business world just like you guys are. Oh, man. We got more episodes, though. Yeah. We win. Uh, yeah, but they that's got it. a that's combined 250 years experience, I think. Ah. You talk like we do. <laughs> I, fa- I fake it till we make it to where You've these guys spoken are spoken 250 years worth of words. How about that? That's a lot. That Someone's got to keep this boat moving. You know, we got to keep it between the nautical beacons. We got to keep it going forward. Um, what's it called? Uh, I was trying to, I was listening to the episode I did solo with y'all in the best setup that Eric loved. I'm sure I did. I couldn't bring myself. <laughs> no offense, fellas. I couldn't bring myself to listen. He gets um, it for free, on mic, off mic, all the time. So uh, yeah. you don't need to hear my my raspy voice. Um, I, I just wanted to see if there's anything that we we left off last time we spoke that you you guys wanted to expand on, or oh, 
I know we covered some, you know, a good part of our discussion last time was around some uh, just in general business, but also couples and working with your spouse. I think that was a big part of what we kind of talked about. Um, but I know we got off on some tangents, which I know it probably happens a lot on this show, right? Kind of go with the flow. Mm, the show should be we're called... pretty structured, and we, you know, we, we stick to a very strict schedule. You know, I mean, how about very this? Very odd for. How about this? Uh, for before we get into that, would you change your answer on the question we ask everybody the first time? What advice would you give your 13-year-old self? Is there any answer change from uh, a couple months ago to now? Well, I can't remember what I said. <laughs> you can't remember what he said earlier today. I'll, hold it. I'll yeah. hold it. I'll keep it the way. Well, <laughs> you can do a new one. We give, yeah, so we, we, we give new advice, right? How about, how about get a dog? Dog's great. You know, dogs are, dogs are a good friend, right? So you know, get a dog, good companionship. This is, remember, that's you. Yeah, you're you going back to talk to you dog. at 13 and go, yeah. get a dog? Get a dog. Heck yeah. That seems interesting. Pretty, pretty Might be my favorite answer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I got to really think about it. That's but. A, all right. Definitely the, <laughs> the most esoteric of all the answers, I'd say. Right. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> Jack? My mind is kind of blown. Anything? Jack, you're wearing no, a hoodie. No, it's no, summer. No, what are you, what, wait. What? You're wearing What's a hoodie? You're yeah. wearing a hoodie. It's summer. Are you, you're in Ohio, right? Right. <laughs> Do you keep that AC chilly? Oh, it's beautiful here right now. <laughs> we're Plus, sweat- we got water. We're we got water too. Okay, out of it. <laughs> uh, we're not in California. We're in Florida, so we're 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 chock full of uh, water. But it's kind of that thing of uh, my hand. I got water. Yeah, uh, everyone, everyone from California is moving to Florida. Yeah, that's what's going on right now. Big big pathway there. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I used to live in California, and I get made fun of for being from Florida. And then now everybody's leaving that I was friends with in L.A. Uh, and they run out of water, and <laughs> you can't buy a house, but there's homeless everywhere. It's uh, crazy. Um, what it I, is. I was just curious if it's cold up where you're at because it, it is balls hot down in yes. Tampa. I know, I know. My son lives in Arizona. Well, your Florida is uh... – Florida is, yeah, pretty hot and humid. How long have you been down there? Well, we're both born and raised, well. Whole life. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pretty much, ta- we're townies. We're the rare townies. Combined 78 years of living <laughs> in Tampa. And Tampa's identity is it doesn't have an identity because everyone really moved down here from elsewhere. Like, we're the first real generation that came back to kind of grow up, like, come back and raise kids here. Like, well, wait, you guys have been there the entire time. You guys like seen snow? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. There, sure. Yeah. We're allowed to leave for you know vacations and whatnot <laughs> for good uh, behavior, right? <laughs> lived in California, doesn't stand up all over the country, all that stuff. Uh, international, not so much, but um, yeah, it's one of those things. We're not towny townies that we haven't left the town. Um, we're not that backwards, we just look white trash, right? Yeah, I lived all the way <laughs> up in Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> well. But so, you got wow, Pennsylvania, right. you got West Virginia yeah, blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Jack, would you change your answer? Or you give us a new answer. What would you tell your 13-year-old self? Oh, to get uh, to become an entrepreneur early in life. Yeah. And shed the big company stuff, which I did do after a couple of decades. You're a corporate and, guy uh, that left that you were you're a company man that left that to become an entrepreneur that's right i was in the corporate world right out of college and did it for 20 years before i found uh the world of small businesses 
Well, and we've been doing we've been doing this for thirty years. Well, I've been doing it for about thirty years now. Buying properties, coaching, selling. Uh, you know, basically the the world of small businesses. I've made a lot of acquisitions. Started a nonprofit organization. Turned over to Mayo Clinic, and uh, you know, to get an earlier start on that would have been great. Do the big corporate you, world. I you I wish you did more. But I could do without it. What's that? You wish you did yeah. more? Yeah, jeez. Bored? You, no, you, no, you, you seem to have more. done a lot yeah. in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you both talk at once. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll interpret. Hold on. They're saying you wanted to do more, more than you've already done. They're, they're impressed with how much you've done already, Jack. And they can't believe that you want to do more than what you've already done. It's just versions of the same yeah. thing, guys. Versions of the same thing. So you I didn't wait that long. Yeah, I grew up people it. retire into what I'm doing now. So it, it uh, you know, <laughs> can't find anything better. We well, help people out a lot. We, how about we, retirement? We get, we get teared up. How about that? We as a get topic, teared guys? up. We, yeah, I, I, love, I was just thinking about retirement and how. Behind. I thought you were retired. <laughs> I retired <laughs> twice. <laughs> won't, won't try it again. Yeah, I, I, well, there's, there's that part. Like my dad's retired, and I can, I. I feel like he's not atrophying, but it's like the thing of like, I don't think I could do, I look at that and think about myself because I'm a narcissist and I better have something lined up. No, I just think like, (laughs) you better be ready to play golf every day. You better, you better have something. I know, but you better find something. It's like your dad, your dad was a pro uh, baseball player. Not pro baseball uh, player. I mean, he was was good, but he's a stud baseball player. My dad was a pro football player. Right. He can't play golf every day now. Like he's too banged up. He's got no cartilage in any right. in between sure. any of those like those uh, bones. Um, and so, you know, he's. I just found out he has a men's walking club, and I was like, that doesn't sound <laughs> like my dad's like Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Like I don't, I can't right. see him doing that. You know, like oh, propane. Um, you want me to we walk want to stay wire? relevant. Your relevancy is a big deal, isn't it? You know, in order. You know, relevance is huge. Relevance is huge. Yeah. Well, legacy. Did, did you ever golf seven days, ten days in a row? Do you think you could do it for uh, years at a time? No. Just go every day. I don't even like to finish a whole round of golf. Like by sixteen, I'm like, how many? Why we gotta do so many guys? Yeah, Top Golf is. I a like lot. golf. Like going like to Top Golf. Okay. Top, yeah, but Top Golf is not. It's like right. even it's that is still, too much. I know, but it's not golf. You Let, know. Let's give drunks golf clubs and see what happens. <laughs> let's fill right, them with right. booze and, yeah. and put them on Drunk a tower because they yeah. fall over. Right, right. Yeah. I'm like always like, don't fall in that net. Don't fall in the net. Oh, that happens all the time. There's a whole YouTube channel about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried golfing. I tried <laughs> yeah, golfing. You know, when I first retired, and boy, I'm a bad golfer, so that doesn't help. Mm. It's tough to go out and, and take yourself through all that stuff every day. And well, it's expensive to get good to to spend your time golfing all the time. You really got to practice and not suck, because that'll depress you. It's too time consuming right now. That and my too. my part of this, like my age right now, like I've got too many more important things to do than uh, go golfing. I know um, that's exactly what I tell myself. And yeah, and I have a Charles Barkley swing, so that doesn't help. But <laughs> my pop, oh, this I gotta see. My dad played every Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, my whole life. I can remember, and now he can't, and I I think he's bored. Right. And he's turning into a Fox mm-hmm. News dad, which scares me. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that all day. Yeah. I, I, sent him, I sent him the Shane Gillis uh, special about that. Just, Did you try sending him Quartle? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He 
my mom's is like iPhone basically, and they she she oh, translates no. everything. You just call him. the letters out to your mom. Well, he had a secretary for thirty years, so he's not like I just look at that and go. And, and this is broader that I've seen in my life. Just when you you have nothing going on in retirement to keep you busy, I feel like you can atrophy really quickly. Uh, and y'all spoke about kind of I would consider legacy kind of like relevance. Uh, can you all speak to either of those things? Sure. It's, it's one of those things that people never think much about, you know, in terms of, you know, when people think about this whole idea of retirement, they think about like maybe their best vacation ever and taking that one week or two week vacation and then all of a sudden it's now permanent vacation, right? But to Jack's point, most people have never tried to do that. You know, if you try to take a year off and just kind of hang out and do whatever, you know, and it sounds like a lot of fun, but you get bored pretty quickly. And especially as you get older, you have a lot of knowledge and skills and abilities. And, and, and the question is, like, how do you take those and share those with people versus go sit in a beach somewhere? And so most folks that we know, especially entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs are not good at sitting still. I don't care how, how old or young they are. So when they get to the point now where, where all of a sudden, you know, they aren't, you know, they have nothing to do every day. They don't have that, you know, that job to go to, that, that company to go to. We've seen it where people come in, they sell their company to their, to their kids and they show up Monday morning because they didn't know where else to go. Right. And, and it's like, well, how does that happen? And, and, and because, again, they have nothing to retire to. You need something to retire to besides just, just your rocking chair. Even the golf course, as Jack was saying, Jack tried doing that you know, a couple of times. It's, it, it's a miserable existence. So it doesn't get your, it doesn't, it, it doesn't satiate, right? It, you don't feel content by, you know, the, these extra career, like entrepreneurship in itself is kind of a game, in a little bit uh, that is very satisfying, right? Yeah, because it's hard. It's difficult. It's a really hard easy puzzle. Stuff's not fun, right? And it's, like it's, when it's too easy, it's not fun. And if you've kind of mastered it, be, what I would consider just being successful, you know, in right. business, uh, you know, that's the thing where you're like, okay, I know this. I have this. I was trying to pitch my pops to like volunteer. Like legal services, he was an attorney for right. 35 yeah, he years. could defend uh, you know poor people. <laughs> well, he did real estate, so he could look he at could the contracts. Save their houses. He could do the commercial <laughs> real estate contracts. Really, sure. Help that yes, out. he could help the big businesses. Talking to a dictaphone right on a yellow pad. Um, but that, that's that thing of like, uh, I think I was just volunteering to be a, a mentee to USF students. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And um, I don't know if they'll accept me, but I'm like, no, you're a mentor. I was thinking about it, it's like the or mentor. mentor. I have mentees. They go, what do you want to tell the who mentor? Changes it. Who sorry, changes sorry, it sorry. to that? They said, who? He's taking, he's taking advice from them. It's okay. No, it's good. I will. Right, well, that, what? that's what I put in the application. I said, you know, I I'll learn from teaching. I always do. Part of the show helps. Good save. <laughs> it kind of helps, but they they were saying like, what would you tell the mentees, potential mentees? I was like, uh, I will be blunt. And, um, you know, like I'll be emotionally invested and that's true. Like my shorts will be short. Is that something I, and I was like, I was telling someone this and they're like, you're volunteering for something you do all the time already. And I was like, yeah, it's like, yes, I, I, a, I want to selfishly, I want to get better at what I'm doing. And then B like, you might get yourself an intern. Hey, maybe they'll hire me when I'm retired. You know, um, what do y'all think? Uh, volunteering services. What are y'all going to do? Retirement isn't really a choice. Yeah, identify yourself. Your your identity is uh, to a large degree defined by what you do. And 
you know, if you can be helping other people and making money off of that in a reasonable way, that's about as good as it can get. And, you know, we, we I was saying before, we, we get teared up sometimes when, you know, we've had hundreds of clients through the years. We've been together 20 years. And, and uh, you know, you, you just get a tingle when all of a sudden they realize that they've grown with us. You know, most of our clients stay with us for years because they grow. And, you know, we put together a little program that has seven keys to success. And if, if uh, uh, those seven keys are mastered, and that's what we coach on pretty much, they're going to be successful to find those growing profits. And it, it's, you know, there's 25 million small businesses in this country, and all of them need help, just about all of them. That's why they go out of business after a couple of years. They don't understand business, and that's what we teach them. We get a lot of satisfaction out of that. And, you know, to be an old man and be able to keep doing it, uh, I'll keep doing it as long as I can. And Adam's a great partner. He's a lot younger than I am. So, uh, but, you know, you keep swinging, you know, that's it. Well, we have some clients who are pretty young and who are in their 40s who have sold their companies and, and, and by most standards should be retired. But they're not. So why is that? You know, they're, they're trying to find things to do, things to, whether it be give back through volunteering stuff, or they're just trying to find other deals to get involved in. You know, it, it's, people don't think much about it. it it's, this, it's this dream that's out there, this idea of retirement. And, and, and most people don't, don't think much about it at all in terms of, at least in, in realistic terms. And you, you often will hear folks who are in the financial planning industry talk about financial independence now instead of retirement as being the way to think about stuff. So again, if you didn't have to work, that's really the question. If you didn't have to, if you didn't have to work to pay your bills today, what would you do? That's really the question to be asking yourself, because that's a question, you know, that, you know, whether you're 20, 30, 50, 80, you know, that, that's the ongoing question. So what do you want to do? So if you're financially independent, you, you, have, the, you have more choices than, than most people do, right? You can choose to do nothing. Some people choose to do that, right? You know, you can choose to golf every day. You can choose to volunteer your time. So what we find, though, with the entrepreneurs, it's hard for the entrepreneurs to kind of sit still and not add value somewhere. You know, my dad's been retired about five years. He's busier now than he was when he was working. A lot of it's volunteer stuff, you know, in terms of, you know, nonprofits, you know, helping help a, a charity that helps to uh, make beds for kids who don't have beds. He's doing some stuff with SCORE, which is basically, you know, you know free coaching. And he, he's helping folks through that. You know, he's doing stuff at his church. He, he's, he's very actively involved because he wants to stay relevant. He has a lot of stuff to share, ways to help people. He's not doing it to make money. He's making money in some of the things he's doing, but that's not, that, that's not the reason why he's doing it. That's just the side effect of it. Yeah, uh, you, uh, to both y'all's answers kind of are hovering around, we are what we habitually do. Um, and uh, you both kind of bookended uh, your answers by saying something to the degree of know thyself. You got to kind of know what you're into. Um, and it's something you kind of, you probably tell every client in the beginning of your process, I'm guessing. Is that true? Like, Know what you don't know. Know know who you are. Know as a boss, what kind of manager are you naturally? What what where are your proclivities? Where are your strengths in in each biz, each part of the business? You know, like I hate I hate accounting. You talked about uh, financial planning. I almost zoned out because I'm like, hey, I have to adult be an adult. Pay attention. Like I was in the mutual fund world and I I fucking hated it because I was just like this is so boring. Um, right. 
And uh, I didn't want to be a CFP or any of that, go down that route because I couldn't, I would go nuts. I'd be miserable. Uh, I knew that then, but I didn't really crystallize it, you know, um, kind of down on paper or in a goal setting way. How do you start with someone to get them to know themselves? So we start with a tool called DISC. It's a behavior assessment, DISC. People are in one of four quadrants. So there are a lot of different tools out there. But that helps you understand yourself as well as the folks around you from a behavior standpoint. Your point, we all have certain things that, that we enjoy doing or that we don't enjoy doing. Check, checking it out. Yeah, search for extended disc. You know, it's, a, it's a great tool. I got and, a compact disc. disc. With an S. There you go. Put the extended disc. Extended disc. But uh, that, that helps you, again, be aware of yourself. That's, you, know, you have to embrace your style. You can't be somebody else. You, know, you see it all the time in politics or, or popular people try to be somebody else. You can't fake it for a long time. You, you, gotta be, you have to be true to yourself from that standpoint. There's also the balance, though, too, between finding what you like to do and, and, and making a, a career out of it. Right? You know, some, something might be a hobby for you. If you try to turn it into a business, all of a sudden it starts losing some of its joy. All of a sudden, you have, you have the pressure of trying to make money at it versus, hey, this is something I, I use to try to get away from that, you know? So th- th- there's often a balance of that, too, in terms of people say, you have to be very passionate about your business, which is a bunch of crap. And you have to be passionate about your business, right? I mean, again, you have to, you have to enjoy the business, you know, that part of it, but be passionate about it. That's usually where, usually where hobbies or other interests come in. You aren't necessarily trying to make money at those things. 